Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I consistently show up for Jen, even if she's hurt my feelings. And then in Vegas, she has the opportunity to show up for me as a friend. But instead, she raises her hand and says she doesn't trust me. She chose to just give me the big you so like what's what has this friendship even been you've not well, okay, shown up for i me. haven't shown up for they you. would all say you have I'm not wrong. i'm wrong i apologize to you heather i'm sorry meredith i'm sorry whitney i'm sorry lisa i know i have things to change and i'm gonna work on that and i am telling you my intention is never to hurt anyone <laughs> Okay, guys, we're at the finale of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, an epic first season by all accounts. Dorothy is the same person who talked to me about the series premiere. Jay Reyna, hi. Hey, guys. Hey, Kara. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Um, And I'm so excited you asked me to do this. And I love that we did a little bookend on this series. (laughs) Me too. I, it really wraps it up nicely. Yeah, like, because we, when we saw the first episode, you know, it was just like a shell shock experience. And so I'm glad we've had, you know, 12 weeks to really just digest what we watched <laughs> and really just take it in. And that being just the entire Salt Lake City experience. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot. So much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so much. It's now like grandpa fucking is normalized. 
step grandfather. They normalize that like by episode two. (laughs) (laughs) How are you feeling about the season as a whole? I thought it was really, really exhilarating. Um, And it was just like, it was different because I think if I remember correctly, like we talked about how we were kind of nervous about what this season was going to be like because this was the first season where they knew they were making a Real Housewives show like while they were filming. Um, Right. Because with Potomac and Dallas, like they were told and filmed an entirely different show under a whole different name. And they they didn't change their shows to a Housewives franchise until after production wrapped. And so we were kind of nervous about like, well, these people like know they're doing it. And so it might get a little... I don't know, like a little forced or try hardy, which we'll, we've seen someone who is a little try hard on the show. <laughs> um, but overall, it was just because it was, they really, the drama was great, but they really leaned into just like the dynamics of their family and friendship more than a lot of the other shows do. And yeah. it was just honestly like they really just ran with how weird and comedic the whole thing was, which I really liked. How are you feeling about Cosby in the Closet? I know like I'm off like it was my favorite thing to watch was <laughs> Mary getting her full-time housewife paycheck well just just doing everything on her phone she's the first like FaceTime housewife <laughs> much like yeah um pastor holy whore Jamal Bryant Mary was li- <laughs> she lives in the phone <laughs> uh, so let's start uh, talk about the finale so we start with like yeah. A lot of, you know, creative license being taken. We start with Whitney on a fur rug with a crystal, a single crystal, meditating. crystal. (laughs) Um, All the ladies, we see all the ladies in their home, and we see flashbacks of what happened in Vegas. Um, Where do you stand on the whole debacle that happened in Las Vegas? Um, God, it was was tough because... While, yes, it was, you know, it's Real Housewife territory. We're going to go on a trip. We're going to get, we're going to fight at the dinner table. That's going to happen. But Jen went at it at such a level that was way too intense, but also was intense for no reason. And I can tell that when I mentioned earlier about Try Hard, like Jen was trying so hard to like be like, we're on the cash trip. We have to do this big blow up. And I think she forgot what she was fighting about, honestly. <laughs> like, cause at, at, like, when she started going off like a third time, I was just like, oh God, like, please, can we skip this? And like when she was, she just started like yelling in circles. And I was like, oh wait, I don't think actually think she, rem- like, I don't think she's really mad anymore. I really do think that she's just trying to have a Real Housewives moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's hard to watch and it's hard to because we see a lot of like the softer sides of Jen mm-hmm. and what we're forced to experience is a lot of rough edges. And I don't like that. God, and it's just like and it's not like it becomes not entertaining anymore. That's mm-hmm. why I was just like whenever she was going at like the final like when everyone left the dinner table. And then when she was crying to Sharif, like, in her hotel room, and we had the camera, like, outside the door, I was just like, God, this sucks. Like, I hate that we have to watch the same thing again, like, two episodes later, just because Mm -hmm. she decided to be like, "Mm, no, I'm still mad, so I'm going to just do this again. Right. 
where do you stand on like what Whitney, like Whitney approaching her at Sharif's birthday party? Like clearly I think we can all agree that that was not the venue to be bringing right. anything like that. But it's like, is it her fault for Jen lashing out the way she did? I don't think so. Oh, abs- I don't think so at all. Like, yeah, I think there's room there to be upset, to be like, I can't believe you brought this up. But yeah, like again, like with the party, like Jen throwing the glass, like it just felt so disingenuous. And it felt like she was like, I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm trying to make like gifable moments for myself. Right. And I was mm. just like, because that glass throw happened, but like there was no build to it. Like everyone was just yelling. And then she's like, when she threw the glass, like I wasn't like, oh my God, she's mad. I was like, why did you do that, you dumb idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I was it like, really- no one was at that level. <laughs> Right. She went from like three to a thousand and it really wasn't necessary. So we see Heather at the beauty lab, the new beauty lab, and she's setting up for the opening party. Did you know what a stanchion was? I wrote this down and I, <laughs> my exact note was, I literally have no idea what a, a stanchion is. And I spelled it wrong typing that. I had to Google it. So no, <laughs> I have never heard of that word until last night. And so like when Heather was going on, I was just like, no, like, I feel you, Heather, because I too have like, I don't know what that is. Because again, I'm a dumb bitch. And I was just like, I don't know what she's like, I don't know what that word is. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney walked right in and was like, I love your stanchions. And Heather's like, what the fuck? Am I the only person who knows what this means? That was literally my same reaction. Whitney's like, oh, look how nice like that stanchion. I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, come on, come on now. Let me have this. How are we, like, why would I look at that and think that it was called anything other than a pole? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And um, I love, like, the breakdown that they got to. She was like, wait, so it's the pole that holds the velvet ropes together? Or is it the velvet? They're like, no, that's, it's the pole that holds. She's like, oh, so it's a pole. Like, no. It's just right. the... <laughs> also, it was, like, three edibles deep, like, well, as soon as this episode started. So that was just, like, mind-blowing to me learning this i was like i'm learning tonight i'm learning new information for my brain to hold and i will use this at a later date (laughs) (laughs) so heather says that she has like you know like real deep-rooted issues about jen that she wants to talk about and whitney i think this was like the first time where we see kind of whitney not attacking heather but being like um, I don't know what quite the word is, but just like critical of her relationship. Yeah. With- yeah. Cause so we thought- never, Whitney's just, again, like never really, never really like commented on the friendship. Yeah. At all, like pretty much at all. And then to see her finally be like, actually, I'm going to tell you this thing right now. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I like seeing that about Whitney just because she did try these last few episodes to kind of just like redeem herself with, uh, Meredith and Lisa. Yeah. And so yeah. I think she realized maybe in those last few weeks of filming, it was just like, oh, I think I need to step this up and I need to be more assertive. So I think that's how I read that situation. So I was like, oh, she did that before or she did the thing in Vegas and now she's doing this. So I think she realized like the show is coming to an end. So let me like, let me end on a different note because of <clears throat> how I left the Sharif party thing. Yeah. To see Whitney say like, I don't know what it is about Heather that she, like, wants to maintain this relationship with Jen. Like, is it toxicity? Is she, like, addicted to chaos? Does she want to ruin her own party? Like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, exactly. 
He's right. So next we see Lisa at a bar, and who's to show up but Jen? Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a moment. I did not expect that because Lisa probably went harder than anybody in Vegas about, like, I'm done with Jen. I don't want to be her friend anymore. Like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Um, real quick, I like lost my shit whenever she like almost flew away with the door. <laughs> Lisa was trying to, she was like, oh my God, this door is so heavy. And then she like yanked it and it like almost took her out. And it, it, was, it was like a half second long. And I, I just like lost it. I wonder if anyone else caught it because that made me laugh really, really hard. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, this door is so heavy. And then just, her body just flings away with it. Just like, oh my god, she has, she's, she's, she's flying away. <laughs> Somebody can get her. Um, so she said basically, she at the end of their trip, she was leaving. The elevator doors open. She sees Jen with no makeup on. Jen bursts into tears, and Lisa was like, "Okay, once we get back to Utah, we'll have a talk about what happened." But I love that she mentioned, like, she was crying. She had no makeup on. She was wearing a really great Gucci tracksuit. She was just like, she looked like shit, but she can dress really well. (laughs) Right. So apparently, like, Whitney told Lisa that Jen said that Lisa was trying to get dirt on everybody else. Mm -hmm. And... Jen is like, that absolutely didn't happen. So basically, they come to this decision of like, first, Lisa, I well, I kind of thought Lisa was being pretty fair. Like, she did say, when you like pop off like that, everything gets lost in translation and you end up looking like a psycho. So try and find another way to communicate because if you're saying what if what you're saying is true and you're just not like communicating well, then like you have to find another way to communicate. Like if you're mm-hmm. really this well-meaning, I don't think that Jen really is well-meaning. I think she's kind of like an act first without thinking kind of girl. I think so too. Um, yeah. Cause again, it's like with the try hardness of it all, I yeah. say all of that, but I also really do believe that that is just her personality. Like she's just either, Really, like, you know, she goes from zero to a hundred. It's not, it sucks because it comes across that way as like, oh, she's trying to be a real housewife. But I do genuinely think she just doesn't think and will just like snap at the drop of a hat. Yeah. I mean, there have been rumors that that is like who Jen, we, the Jen that we've seen on TV is exactly who she is. Yeah. Prior. And you know, then that's what sucks is that it just doesn't read that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it's... part of the problem is like, she, <laughs> it's part of her behavioral issues. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the thing that I had issue with. I took issue with what she said. Like, she said, you know, I've had to move in Utah differently than you guys because I'm a woman of color and, Mm -hmm. you know, white state, basically, predominantly white state. That made sense. But then when she said, like, I've had to be a fighter, I'm like, that doesn't add up to me. Because as a black woman, like, we're taught to bury that part of ourselves and be like softer and gentler so we can move through the world. Like you saying that like all my life I've had to fight doesn't really add up to me. Like I've had to be combative. I don't, that doesn't, I don't get that. You're right. Yeah. And, and just like, and it was a weird like speech to pull out just because 
And it, it was again, it was a little bit of it. Like I'm just trying to find whatever I can and say whatever I can, just so I can look good in this situation. And mm-hmm. it's, and I, I don't want to like hark on it too much, but again, it's another moment where I just like I see what she's trying to say, but it just feels so disingenuous. And it's just yeah. not connecting. Like you can add whatever music you want to like a heartfelt thing. But like, I just didn't like, I get like, yeah, I didn't buy that. I was just like, I just, I think this is an artificial conversation for the sake of like damage control. Right. And yeah, it, it just didn't. Yeah. It felt like a cop out. It felt like an excuse. And especially now that we're like, that video has gone viral of her comparing herself God, to Jordan. So I haven't even seen the whole thing. Like I saw like that three seconds where it's like, it's the same thing as you putting your knee on my neck. And I was like, I can't finish this right, right. now. <laughs> like, I was like, cause this was like last night after the show. And I was like, what's going on on Twitter and Instagram right before I go to bed. And I saw that and I was like, I'm that's a for later thing. <laughs> I, I, I was did that exact same thing. I'm like, I'm like Meredith Marks. I'm disengaging from this. I'm I can't disengaging on this Instagram live. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, yeah, it didn't really work for me, Jen, but you know what? I don't have to be your friend. So then we see Meredith and Seth in the kitchen. (laughs) With her 90 lemons in a bowl. (laughs) Right, like double good luck. (laughs) She, I screamed when she was like, I made you a bowl of bananas and I cut them for you. Like, what? (laughs) Is that a thing? I rewound that because like, I was just like, did she just say she's just chopping bananas? <laughs> like, Seth, I'm chopping bananas. <laughs> and she almost tried to make it sound sexy. And I was like, I just, I don't want to, I don't want this It was like life. watching, like, two robots try to emulate, like, romantic humans. Right. <laughs> Seth and that, like, sad little Patagonia knockoff <laughs> blue vest, like what's going on there what is it's going crazy on? though because i think i was talking to somebody earlier and like she's so strange of a human and just so weirdly elegant and i've like named like meredith like my number two under heather as like my white queen <laughs> just because i was just i mean that scene was because like again like her and seth like are so weird together they really are. But like I just love her so much and I'm just I'm buying whatever she's doing. Like I'm in. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fully engaged in the Marx family estate. It is very clear that like she accepts Seth for who he is because of how he dressed. Like it, that's love. That she just lets him <laughs> go out and dress just, like it's that. Like, it's so funny because she's so extravagant and everything and like he's just like in a North Face vest with like a plaid shirt. Right. Like how is Brooke Martin <laughs> Kanye on him and just like taken his entire wardrobe and been like, no, we're starting over from scratch. Like how did this not happen at this point? That's something I would watch. I was going to say, I would watch that spinoff of like making over Seth. Like, no, I'd watch an episode. <laughs> spinoff. Yeah. I, I would watch, would you watch like an E show about the beauty lab? Because I would. I never thought of that. But as soon as you said that, I just saw like the promo for it. It's so yeah. easy to picture. Wow. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan all of those 17 year olds running a plastic surgery center. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Meredith and Seth are claiming to be in a great place. And, 
you know, Meredith is saying it took a long process for them to get there. And she's talking to him about what happened in Vegas. And she's like, you know, I've never had volatility like this with friends in my life. And I think I'm going to have to disengage. And Seth is kind of like pulling a Lisa Rinna and is like, you just need to own it. Talk about how a relationship is shitty. Talk mm-hmm. about how other people and move on like mention it all and it's funny because i really like that was shocking to me because i was like oh i really did not expect for him to have that take on it yeah which i thought was really like interesting and refreshing i was like oh he wants he was like yeah no fucking tell everyone i don't care and usually it's like you probably like the typical like housewife husband answer would be like then don't ever talk to them again Mm mm-hmm and that's it. And but he was like, no, tell him, tell him what happened, tell him everything, tell him everything we've done, which he I thought was it. really cool. He also like Seth talks like he's constantly being choked by Darth Vader, which is I think is <laughs> kind of crazy. He always just like looks kind of scared, and that like his throat is really tense. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh gosh. So, how do you rank the house husbands? Do you like the Salt Lake guys? Because I think it, they're a solid crew of husbands. Um, what's Lisa's husband, John? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think he's going to be the first housewife, like family annihilator. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take. Okay. <laughs> We're going to hear a podcast called the fresh wolf, fresh wolf murders. Like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 15, like three hour long episodes. I'm in. <laughs> interesting. That's a very interesting take. Um, Sponsored by Squarespace. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was, the next scene was pretty much a throwaway. So I just have one question. Like, would you get your hair cut by a guy who wears bandanas and Oakley's tucked into his wig? I mean, hair. (laughs) The answer is yes. Um, (laughs) But we are in dark times right now. So maybe later, no. But this scene was so strange to me. It was very strange. And I'm. I, it's like it, I understood what the scene was trying to do, but it was just like, I felt really weird. Just like, oh, this old man is teaching these like teen girls how to cut hair for some reason. I was like, is I, and I wanted to Google it and I didn't, but I was like, is he like famous in that community of like, because everyone was like, yay, he's here. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. It was. It- it's it's very I don't understand like what look he's going for. Yeah, he's always wearing like four different shirts over it with a jacket some yeah. somehow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he doesn't have a proper winter coat, so he just layers and layers and layers. Yeah. And like, allegedly his hair is real. Um I'll have to, you can <laughs> don't at me on that. But I read that, I think I read a tweet from Whitney saying that that's actually his hair. I could be wrong. Um, so if I am, I apologize. But I, so I live in the reality that it is. And so on yeah. that, it's so weird. Because I was going to say wig. I was like, it's not a wig. But it, his hair always looks like he just put gel in it, but the gel never dries. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just always just like wet and shiny, but it's not like smooth to the touch. It's like sticky. And it's also like, okay, if that's real, then I accept that. But what we also <laughs> tell the truth about is that like men of a certain age can't do that jet black hair. Like it doesn't can't. look like because it's too young of a hair color 
for that hair color literally stops happening you're right it doesn't (laughs) happen in nature so like give it up delicious like you we can't do this (laughs) it's yeah (laughs) that really took things took a turn for me finding (laughs) out that (laughs) so back at beauty lab meredith meets up with heather and she's upset meredith is upset about jen but she's like, you know, I have compassion for her, but I'm really disheartened by what happened. And then we yeah. see her in a fucking head. And she said, you know, like what Jen said was really damaging to my family. Like, can you imagine if I did the same thing to her? And it's like, yeah, good point. Yeah, exactly. Saw what um, happened. I wrote a note here about that. This was like, I, this was her, that confessional look was different from her other confessionals with that same look. Because mm-hmm. it didn't, because right. it didn't match. Like the hair didn't match, right? Because like what they do is like you know they wear these outfits like several times in a row, right? Like throughout many many weeks doing these confessionals, and I, this one, this I guess this was the last one. Obviously, it was a finale, but like because I put a side by side, I was like, oh, this is like she's recreating the the looks like you're supposed to. I was like, but some something went wrong with this one. Cause she's like more like muted looking like that's just like the color for like her makeup. And then her hair just the slick backness looked more like Lego hair. It almost looked a little bit better. I couldn't decide. See, that's the thing I couldn't decide. Cause that is like, I can tell that this was a different day and they didn't match the look exactly, but I don't know which yeah. one looks better. It looked, now that you mention it, it did look less severe, but I guess I thought that maybe I was just used to that because it's, it's a harsh look that she's she going. Did, what sucks is that she didn't, she didn't have like one good confessional look, maybe in the early episodes where she was like in the pink blazer. Yeah, not great. But like they, I'm glad they phased out like the blue with like that jet black wig again. <laughs> <laughs> it looked, it looked a lot like a wig. Um, yeah. So Heather says, like, I need an apology from Jen. And I need an apology from what happened in Vegas, but mm-hmm. also basically every time she's fucked up in the past ever. So uh, I, I'm really conflicted because I love Heather. But it, it's weird because, it's like, Jen is bringing her damage from her marriage into her conflicts with other people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Heather's doing the same thing. And I don't think she realizes like you're being very triggered <clears throat> by Jen because of what happened in your relationship. But like you have to take it out. You have to take that out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. This is a, um... It was weird because, like, I understood her, like, at, on a surface level, like, yeah, I want Jen to apologize and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, not to jump ahead, but once we get to that part at the very end, I just felt like they were both apologizing to each other, but not, like, about different things, I think. Mm-hmm. They weren't They weren't on the same, way, same wavelength at all. Exactly. There we go. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> They, um, but another thing that kind of frustrated me about what Heather said is like, oh, you know, if my daughters were in this position and they had a friend like Jen, I would not tell them to remain being friends with them. Like, so what are you doing then? Why are you trying to remain, maintain a friendship with her? 
Exactly. See, and I really like, I like that moment a lot, um, actually, because I've, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but I've never thought about like being a parent, like, like she is, and then having fights with her friends and then her saying, I wouldn't tell my kids to keep being friends with them because I wouldn't want them to. I think Mm -hmm. it's like, it was so cool and like refreshing to me to see like a really like self-aware statement like that, which I don't think we see a lot when, whenever we watch housewives talking about their kids. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Carrie with her daughter in Dallas, like Carrie could Mm -hmm. not be more disconnected from what her daughter is like going through right now. Can we just take a time out for a second? Absolutely. (laughs) Even, I couldn't even finish the latest episode of Dallas because I'm just so annoyed by Carrie. Like, I just, I can't watch her. I can't do it. Like, she actually bothers me and she rubs me the wrong way. I cannot stand Carrie. It's so crazy because she's, I guess, like, I don't know what she's doing on purpose, but obviously she's the villain of the season so far. But good villains do it in a way that you're engaged and you want to keep watching, like, the bullshit that they're spewing. But I cannot stand listening to Carrie talk about anything. And and what sucks is, like, anytime she starts arguing, she's not coming correct with anyone at all. Oh. No. It's just, like, she just, (laughs) I can't do it. I (laughs) can't. it and to see her like try to say like oh english is not my first language i'm mexican and tiffany being like yeah english isn't my first language either and i'm chinese so what she's just like what's your fucking point (laughs) like you can't pull this shit with me sorry um should i tell everyone that i saw deandra like two days before she got hospitalized for covid (laughs) wild i didn't oh i didn't even think about that yeah um Side note for anyone who doesn't know. So Dallas is my hometown. And so that's like my hometown franchise. So I really like I like it because of that. And I don't live there anymore. So it's like mm, reminds me of home. But um where like Deandra and Carrie and Cameron live, um, they live in, you know, in a beautiful neighborhood, but the neighborhood's not like a private gated community. And so what's like their neighborhood's like famous for like Christmas lights. Like they all get like these giant houses, get their lights professionally done. And everyone from all parts of town, like come just like either drive around with their cars or just straight up, just park their cars and like walk around the neighborhood and just look at some lights. And so I did. And I knew like, I didn't know exactly where she, I just knows like, I know they live in this neighborhood, but I'm just going to go walk around. I'm going to go see some pretty goddamn lights on Christmas. And all but 10 minutes into my walk, I turned on the street and they, I turned right in front of Deandra's house and her dining room. And like, I, you can tell on the show is like facing the lawn, which is like 10 feet from like this, the public sidewalk. And so I turned the corner. I straight up just like saw them having Christmas dinner. Like it was her, Jeremy and like mama D. And I was just like, I like froze. I was like, I'm not supposed to be seeing this right now. I just came to look at Christmas lights and now I'm watching like Deandra and Co. like have Christmas dinner. It was so surreal. Like I started sweating and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and so I just like crossed the street and they kept crossing the street for like three blocks. Cause I was like, I was, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is the right 
Brad thing. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, and wow, then that's... two days later, she was like, I have COVID. And I was like, oh my God, I watched all of your house like get COVID. <laughs> you, yeah, you really watched a COVID Christmas. That is really wild. <laughs> that's really wild. I, oh gosh, I would give anything to see Mama D in real life. Oh my God. She was, <clears throat> she was beautiful. I mean, she was wearing, <laughs> this is how like close their dining room is and like how big their windows are. It's like, oh, she's wearing a silver sequins jacket right now. <laughs> she would. Because basically their entire front of their house is just like a 20 foot wall of just glass and their dining room table is like against the sidewalk. So she's like, oh, hey, I can see all of you guys. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, curtains, come on now. <laughs> like I don't want anybody to see me ever, not even in public. Especially so. when I'm like holiday feasting. No, this is private time. <laughs> I will be married and have my husband not know what that looks like. <laughs> it's, it's too much. It's too much. Sometimes I do eat, and I think, God, it's really great that I'm single because <laughs> I'm a horrible person. <laughs> oh, you can't, yesterday when I was watching the show. I straight up, like I, like I said earlier, I took quite a few edibles and just wanted to enjoy the ride. And so I also ordered just two people's worth of food from El Pollo Loco. Love it. And I ordered my giant double chicken bowl and a large tortilla soup with a large Diet Coke. And I was just like, and uh, my roommate was not home. And I was just like, so I had the apartment to myself. And so I was just like, God, my life's so cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to share this with nobody. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Speaking of loving it, Lisa goes to a meeting with the family for Fresh Wolf. Why? I don't know. Everybody, all the boys walk in with super <laughs> big gulps, which, like, how many ounces is that? Like, 72 ounces i, yeah, I don't even... it was so funny they walked in what looked like with 14 big gulps for like three people <laughs> full of diet coke i mean it had to be like two liters each of diet coke as they were all drinking like that's insane hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Danny Pellegrino famously says that there is like a Diet Coke personality that women have, and it's definitely Lisa. She's like the spokesperson. Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree with that because I also am that woman. 
However, <laughs> it is not Diet Coke. It is Coke Zero. And when it's a good day, it's Coke uh, Cherry Coke Zero. Oh, okay. So that, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Coke Zero housewife. Okay. <laughs> so, um, side note, a big gulp is 40 ounces. And then a double gulp is 50. That's wild. That is wild. <laughs> Lisa Barlow's insides is just tequila and Diet Coke. <laughs> Taco Bell. And, and, and like remnants of like nacho fries. <laughs> she literally drink. She eats like <laughs> like a nineteen year old college freshman. It's truly insane. Uh, <laughs> she eats like she's Lisa Bar High. Right. <laughs> All right, podcast is done. I will leave on that note. Let's wrap it up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so. Lisa's like, this is your second job after school and, you know, the money that you make, like, what are you guys going to buy, boys? And Henry, I don't know which one is which, but Henry's like, I'm going to get a McLaren. And Jack's like, I'm going to get a Range Rover. And Lisa's like, I love that. You'll be the first nine-year-old with a McLaren. (laughs) And you could tell that she really does love that. She really does love that. And I wish I grew up with that kind of just insane, just really grandiose, just like goals that will just just unrealistic shit (laughs) but she believes it and that's great like i wish i like at nine years old knew what a mclaren was right right (laughs) this was like the origin story of all of those new york times articles where it's like the headlines like how these 21 year old brothers made it big in real estate and then like three quarters into the article you find out that their parents are rich as fuck and they're funding this whole thing like <laughs> they funded their project with a small donation of four million dollars to kickstart <laughs> everything exactly like this is how this shit happens this is not the american dream this is nepotism <laughs> it's full and i it's it's so funny it's just it's because th- these kids did not think of a beauty line for men a grooming line they yeah. didn't at all don't bullshit me this is all lisa's doing but why i love lisa she really does think that her kids did this <laughs> she really does jay how are these children what do they know about beard oil they're fine <laughs> even grow a beard what do they know yeah these kids are dumb as hell i've seen them <laughs> I mean, Henry was drawing wolves on the whiteboard and he got left because he was so distracted. Like the only thing that they read is like that stupid sign that says hustle's the most important word. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> every day, every day in the in the mirror. It, <laughs> I, Lisa, I mean I, I don't like her, but I kind of feel like she's irreplaceable. Yeah. No, she adds like this delusion of grandeur, like not just with her, but just like her and her family. And so she thinks that she's she's in Brooklyn. Everyone's down here. <laughs> it's truly wild. And I I can't wait to see more of her. I really can't. Then, if, they, you know, they're not a family annihilated because right? the way they treat that man. It's, and during it was because during that meeting, they're like. This is for hair growth, Dad. And he right. just gave him a look like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I just put $50,000 into this company, and this is how you repay me? <laughs> just, like, shit on him all the time. And then, like, when the kids started doing it, too, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, 
let's get to the best scene of the episode, which was Mary at choir practice. First of all, <laughs> Mary can sing because we know she can't, right? Why is she leading choir practice? I was like, what's her musical education background? Because <laughs> I have one. Right. I played music and re- I can read music. I was in band in middle school and four years of high school and two years in college. Like, I, <laughs> so I was like, Mary, where, where did you learn like scales? Right. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, you guys don't know, classically trained violinist. So I know it. Love too. that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> We're I, so talented, Kara. I, we really are. Um, I'm so humble. So humble. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I'll never admit to being humble. So that's okay. <laughs> I will always admit to being humble. I'm the best at it. I'm so good at it. <laughs> Nobody can compare. Um, the choir cheering when she walked in like she was a fucking beetle was wild to me. That, it, this whole thing was a fever dream. Also, now, correct me if I'm wrong, super bravo heads. But I think Jesus is now like a canon character in the <laughs> Real Housewives because Jesus got a fucking name, like a Chiron at the bottom. <laughs> Rosemary, Cosby, and Jesus got shout outs like they deserve. Like Jesus is a friend of at this point. <laughs> he most certainly is, Jay. <laughs> Serving uh, those confessional looks. <laughs> so, gosh, I mean, the first thing she does is fat shame the bass player. She's like, why are you gaining weight? You need to drink more water. She tells, she says in a talking head, like, being a first lady, you have to lead by example. Being a choir director, you get people singing at you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is like such a ragtag group of singers. It's like the beginning of Sister Act. Like they just can't get it together. <laughs> God, like it was so hard because, again, it's like lead. Like she walks through the door, they all cheer. And then she just immediately goes, like, you're fat. You're ugly. You can't sing. You're poor. I'm going to kill you. Your mother sucks. And I was just like, oh, and everyone was just like, yes, yes, Mary. All <laughs> smiling at her like she was, it was incredible. It was an incredible thing to watch. It was like some weird like Keith Raniere bullshit. Dude, I was just about to say like, are we in Guyana? Is this like, you know, some <laughs> drunk the Kool-Aid shit? Jim Jones, what's happening here? And it kind of is like, I'll let, go ahead and talk about the scene because like I, I was unsettled, and all I wrote was, "We get to watch Mary be a whole ass cult leader right now." Basically, with her like Teresa Judice three head wig that she put on, like what was that? <laughs> what was that? She needed to push that wig back two solid inches. I need oh, to no. see her in person, right? Because <laughs> she's like, you can tell she's like. Like four foot nothing, uh-huh. so tiny, tiny, frail, but just with this big ass head. Right. Yep. And these eyes like the size of like baseballs. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a sight to behold. Um, I discovered through another podcaster who lives quite close to me, actually, like across the street from me, as it comes to find out that Mary's New York apartment is in our neighborhood. And I need her to come to New York because oh wow yeah yeah it's I I would like to get eyes on her too somebody once compared her to (laughs) 
<laughs> There's an episode of The Simpsons where, like, they run into an alien or, like, some sort of ethereal alien-like being. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what she looks like. It's, like, uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see. This is the spinoff I need. <laughs> I need uh, just an MTV Cribs of Mary going through all of her homes. All the homes. Because I need to see what each house and each room in each house is decorated like. And I need to know, like, what does Mary do in Las Vegas? What does a Las Vegas look like to Mary Cosby? You know what's crazy is I, I think it's like. I truly believe she's never been. And then when she does go, like she is just in the home and maybe we'll go to a restaurant, but I don't think she's ever actually like done Vegas to do Vegas. I think she just has a house out there and we'll eat dinner there like twice a year. Maybe she'll do some shopping, but that's it. She'll pick up some more neon colored knee high leather boots, (laughs) more gloves, more fingerless gloves. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So then our next scene, we see Sharif taking Jen on a date because of the show slash because they're trying to make their relationship work. He takes her on a date of salsa dancing with a bottle of Welch's sparkling grape juice and like five chocolate covered strawberries strewn on a card table. I, you know, Jen, this was like jen's redemption moment i guess like you know everybody else is my enemy then at least i have coach shaw who like loves me and believes in me and he sees the real me and i wish everybody could see me like he does and he's such a great husband and like he is clearly very devoted to her Uh uh-huh it's like yeah like i do believe their love is real yeah and, I and do also was, believe this scene was so long. <laughs> it was really long and unnecessary. Like, did we need to see the whole thing? Yeah. Like, but also, like, I would like to say, I don't know if you got eyes on that male dance instructor, but he was very cute. And I appreciate that. I agree. That. I have to fully agree with that. He was really, really cute. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was really it. She was just like, you know, I just feel like, you know, I'm still dealing with my dad's passing. And, you know, I she apologized to him. And that was basically it. Like, he was just being very supportive and, and loving and kind. Great. Does it really take 25 years to go to salsa dance, dancing class? <laughs> I feel like they kept making it longer. Like, oh, this doesn't, she's been asking me for years. Oh, it's been 20 years. Oh, it's been 25 years. Like, it's been since the beginning of time that we've been wanting to go salsa dancing. And <laughs> Or like, they just never, that was just not true at all. And they just forgot what they were supposed to say on camera. <laughs> and they booked that class like the day before. And like, let's just tell them you've always wanted to do this for me. Right. <laughs> And as somebody who was, like, you know, like, bound by heteronormativity, like, I have never understood why people want to go, like, couples want to go self-dancing so much. Like, that could never be me. (laughs) No, you connect through the art of dance. No, it's, like, one of the things, like, people like to do here um, in the Hill burden city of los angeles is they love going on hike dates and i cannot stand doing any physical activity where i'm sweating and like dry heaving (laughs) one in front of a romantic interest and two in front of anyone else like when a friend's like do you want to go on a hike just like oh boy (laughs) 
Whew, that's like me time. Because what right. I do, like, and what come, like, the way I sweat and what comes out of me is like my business. Right. And, like, <laughs> so no, I'm not gonna go like, and I'm not gonna go salsa dance. Like, I'm we're not doing physical like cardio activities. <laughs> not in this house. We don't play those games. It's not even like I'm a bad dancer. Like, I can dance fine, and I'm sure I could pick up salsa just fine. But I just don't want to. Like, I just don't want to do that. And it's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to do that. That's just, like, the simplest, like, explanation. Like, no, I just don't want to do that. I'm not trying <laughs> to be an asshole. Me. I'm just not going to do that activity. No. No, thank you. I'm disengaging from salsa. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, nothing really to say more about that. So then we see all the ladies getting ready for Heather's big party. Brooks, horrified that his mother would take her pants off on camera. <laughs> How do you feel about Brooks now that we've got this whole season? Um, we'll have so a lot I'm, of opinions on him. I, I'm so terrified of him <laughs> as... A fellow like gay. in the way that I'm terrified of of teenagers that get on the train. Like I just don't want to yeah, be bullied. No, like them. we are like <laughs> Brooks and I are both gay, but I think Brooks would like be homophobic towards me. <laughs> but like a not, <laughs> you know, he would like drop some hard like hard f bombs on me, but like not <laughs> not you know not the endearing kind. Like he would like like a bully would. <laughs> he called me like ugly and poor, but like. In a way that he meant it. Yeah. But also, he, like, all that being said, like, I don't hate him on the show as much as other people. Yeah, people have, like, they're on one side of the aisle or another. Like, they either, well, I won't say that. I won't, I will say that, like, I don't think anybody really stands him, but they either, like, really ardently hate him or they're very defensive of him. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, see, to... and I'm, I'm not defensive either. I'm like, I'm the rare person in the middle. Like, again, like, I would never be friends with him, but I no. do like think he's just really funny and weird to watch because, again, he's like the child of these two like alien pod people. And so he's like an alien pod person with no social skills. Yeah, I want to see the other kids. Like, we saw the daughter, but she really didn't speak. I want to see all the kids. I want to see the whole Marx family together. Like, I need, to, I need a picture. Yeah. I need to yeah. See the happening there i'll reach out and just be like can i come over and like just like have a dinner with you guys on like a thursday (laughs) just want to see what like the dynamic is like sans housewife like exactly like cut me up some bananas and let's see what (laughs) happens you know (laughs) and i'll help you clean all of that dog shit in your house (laughs) teddy did have a moment earlier in the episode and i love that for him Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. He's very cute. Um, so Heather's outfit, I feel like she's a vision in pink. I loved her dress. I did too. That is really stunning. I'm glad because in the beginning we were disagreeing about Meredith's pink dress, but I'm glad so that we I need now. to I want to clarify some stuff from the first episode. Okay. <laughs> the Meredith's dress would later grow on me. The more okay. I looked into it. And the okay. more I saw pictures and the more I saw, like, it on other people. Yes. Because okay. um, I think, if I remember correctly, like, the designer did it, like, as a line of, like, inspired by the Powerpuff Girls. Correct. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, that one in yellow and green. Or uh, blue and green. They're kind of can't speak. Yeah. And then, so, like, after looking at it, and I saw some pictures of it on the runway. And I was like, fine, fine. It is she. 
<laughs> it's it's camp, and it takes a little bit to digest. And I and I appreciate you admitting that that you were wrong. <laughs> I wanted, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm about evolving and growing up, and you know, learning exactly. from my past and becoming a better person for my future. And that's all we can ask from you, Jay. You know. And that's a lot to ask too. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you feel? I when I saw that like concoction of cotton candy and pink Moscato, I'm like, okay, Girl, I have thoughts. I have thoughts on this. Diabetes. What I, are I was. In, I'd have to watch it again to see if the mood strikes. Like while I'm not high, but uh-huh. I was. I saw that and I was like. Ooh, I bet you that'd be so good right now because I was really in the mood for something like sweet. And I was for like, because sure. I was like, oh, that's going to be so sweet and fizzy and it's going to get me drunk. I was like, oh, I would absolutely try that. And I know at saying that I know that I would try and I would get to like the third glass and then just become just just obnoxiously sick from all yeah. that sugar. <laughs> okay. There's no way. I can't even believe that you would get to the third glass because I'd be like, I got to oh, go yeah, home. No, I, like, I, it's I, not. It's not Mm-mm. good. <laughs> no, it's not good. Oh, the pink Moscato of it all. Like, girl. I know. Oof. No. <laughs> um, Heather's husband shows up. And she's like, welcome to the weirdness of Salt Lake City, where nothing happens without your husband's approval. <sighs> Is it? I just have questions about her husband. Like. Mm. Yeah. Is he okay? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I don't want to like sound shitty, but like he doesn't look well. Yeah, um, it's hard to picture what it is like. Well, like he... we've seen pictures of them when they were married, and he clearly has lost a significant amount of weight in that time. Yes, that's very true. And it just seemed like. You know, not everybody's made for the camera like us, okay? But it seemed like when she was talking to him, it just, I don't, something is odd, something's odd there. And I feel like we don't know the whole story. I don't think so either. Because, like, every time they show him, it's just more awkward than the last time. And just, like, they always, like, cut to him, like, looking like he just learned how to read something for the first time. (laughs) Right. And I just, like, I hope he's okay. Prayers up. But it's hard not to, like, see him and just wonder if something's happening there. Yeah, because that's, a, like, as much as we know, like, they divorced and that's why Heather is the way she is. We really don't know, like, what actually, like, the severity of, like, what happened that led to that. And, like, from the divorce until they start filming. Like, because that looks like that's the most important window, like, after the divorce, until she gets right. this housewife's thing. Right. And so it's, like, what happened then? I think something, like, really bad happened, because they really don't go into detail about, like, his and her, like, how they picked themselves up after the, the divorce. Yeah, I mean, I give her a lot of props, and him, too, because it seems like for as much, like, damage that she's carrying from Mm-hmm. This relationship that, like, she can maintain a semblance of, like, coexisting with him, if only for the sake of their daughters. Exactly. And I don't think, like, what sucks and like, it's, now that I'm, like, actively thinking this, like, right now, it's, like, the reason why she, um, 
Oh my god, like I lost my thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had like eight sentences like on top of each other, like trying to come out at the same time. I, I I'll get back to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, like, the dynamic of them was interesting because it did seem like for as much as she talks about like how much that relationship fucked up her confidence with yeah. him, she seemed pretty confident. Yeah. Oh, I remember. It's like all the PTSD from her entire experience is the reason like that she is the the way she conducts herself now. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. so weird to see because we don't know the, the the severity of that to cause this much PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I she's such a light and I just love her. I know I want to get shit faced with her so badly. Uh, like if we could spend a weekend like somewhere and like I just feel like we could sit in a hot tub and have go through a bottle of wine and just really go through it. Just go through all of it, you know? Yeah. That <laughs> just just shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> just really unpack everything. And there there would be like, a lot of healing hey girl, that happens. Like, how are you? But like how are you? Just talk to me. Yeah. And just and just let like it go. go with her, like right now, and she would just let it all out. And I like that. I really do. Um, so then we get to the party. Well, we are at the party. Mary yeah. shows up. <laughs> and Heather has these, like, you know, typical, like, Kardashian-style stuff. Like, the water bottle said thirsty AF. The napkin said messy AF. And Mary's like, what does AF mean after the fact? And Heather's like, yeah, AF means <laughs> Yes, <that."> yes, Mary. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I don't have time for your bullshit today. <laughs> <laughs> not to go through this with you girl that's exactly what it means <laughs> Meredith shows up in the full studded mask and everybody has opinions what is the your opinion mask, on the mask the mask heard around the world it really was um uh, let's see <laughs> this mask has like been on my mind for the last 24 hours yeah I like it for a photo shoot i like it for a look i don't mm-hmm. like it for a grand opening of the of a spa in a strip mall yeah like <laughs> like an all-white spa with bright heavy lights bearing down on you like it was a choice like that would have been cute for like a sexy party or a photo shoot you're right yeah and again like i know that brooks ass was behind that and that's one of the reasons that, like, I can't stand him. But also, <laughs> just, again, like, I don't, I, I need him in my life for those decisions for me to be mad at. You're, I've been feeling this way the whole season. Like, every time I see her in something I don't like, I'm like, I know Brooks did that. <laughs> <laughs> I know he did. Um, so... This was so funny. Meredith or Heather introduces Meredith to her friends as a burn victim. <laughs> Whitney, <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> when we put on those two medical masks and was like, "This is fashion. You wouldn't understand." Like that was so funny to me. Yeah. Again, like we just don't get them funny. Like the, the rest of the franchise is like as funny as this one was. Well, I mean, I guess we do, but like a first season. Of just like this first season was just like just straight bangers every episode. Totally. In like if this was Beverly Hills, they would have tried so hard to get a joke out. 
Mm-hmm. So but Lisa Rinna would have like had been writing this joke for six months before her like Thanks. confessional started. That's, that's exactly what was happening in my mind. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Uh, <laughs> I know he's fucking run out writing her jokes like months in advance. <laughs> Mary says that she thought that Meredith had something wrong with her eye, and that fucking killed me. <laughs> it killed me. So then we see Lisa and Meredith talking, and Meredith is like, you know, I'm okay since Vegas. And then Lisa's like, well, I actually met up with Jen. And you can see a shift happened with Meredith. She was like, bitch, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Mm -hmm. Now, my theory is that, like, last episode, we see Meredith finally admit that we, you know, she had not an open relationship, but she was seeing other people when she and Seth were, like, on the rocks. And then Lisa was like, I can't believe this is the first time that I'm hearing this about somebody that I thought I was super close to. I think that Lisa was like, all right, well, I feel like if she's not going to tell me her secrets and like, I don't really owe Meredith anything. And so maybe I'll just go there and hear Jen out. That's exactly, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, she did this because of the the psychic thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. I've been my best friend that I absolutely know nothing about. (laughs) And you can never really tell when Lisa's like angry just because her voice is angry and aggressive for no reason at all times. Mm -hmm. And so when she was like, I go, I don't like, I don't know anything about my best friend's life. Like, even though it sounds like every other confession, like I was like, oh, she was like really mad then. Really mad. She did not love that. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because like I thought that too. I was like, oh, so that's what, because I was thinking like, why would she like, she runs into Jen in the elevator, but why is her immediate action like, especially after how intense their fight was, just and just and just to be like, well, then we'll talk when we get home. Like, no, like I wouldn't have done that. I like, wouldn't if have. I cried. were her, and if Jen were crying in the elevator, I'd be like, good, I'm glad you're fucking crying, you psycho. <laughs> you deserve it in your Versace green suit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was, like, a total, like, swipe to Meredith. So I'm glad you saw that, too, and I wasn't just thinking too hard. Yeah, unless we both were thinking too hard and nobody picked up on that at all. It's possible, but we've said <laughs> it now. It's got to be true. It's got to <laughs> so, be. Uh, so, yeah, Meredith was, like, heated. She's like, you know, a few days ago, you just said that Jen was toxic and you wanted nothing to do with her. So, like, there's a bit of a disconnect here. Like, I don't get it. And I feel like Meredith played that perfectly. Because she's like, I'm mad, but, like, I'm going to give you genuine reasons why I'm mad. And I'm not going to turn this into a fight. And if you want to be friends with her, fine. But you also need to know that, like, this rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And Uh, I think it kind of, like, knocked Lisa down a bag. Like, oh, I didn't expect to lose control of this so quickly. Yeah, exactly. What's crazy, like, you can tell she didn't expect that at all. Not at all. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Love that. Love it. Can I touch? Can I touch? God, again, just bangers. Like, every episode just has, like, just the greatest lines. <laughs> so. I give it time, and I really do think I'll, I slice the banana for you will be, like, a something. I agree. <laughs> We're going to make it happen if nobody else. <laughs> it's just gonna be us tweeting I sliced the banana for you for months and everyone's gonna be like I have no idea what that is just tweeting you a picture of that bowl of bananas I, I love 
so then we get Whitney and Mary doing this like aromatherapy, and this was like a true full circle like wink to the hospital and wink to the hospital smell that we saw in episode one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mary with full on breathing tube. Incredible. <laughs> incredible it's called it's called growth (laughs) um it was interesting because it was funny is that i had a conversation with someone like maybe a couple of weeks ago at the very most of this one time i was like hey do you remember like when we were in college this is back in like 2007 or 8 when we just went to one of those just like school events like in like the union area or whatever and i was like do you remember that one time where like we would just go to a, like an event and use like the oxygen machines or did I fever dream that? <laughs> Cause they were like different flavors of oxygen. They just shot up into your brain. And so when I saw that, I was just like, wait a second. I just thought of this. Why is this like 2008, like trendy piece of like oxygen right? to just like back in like, why did Heather be like, I'm going to put these flavored oxygen tanks into my party just like it's 2008 yeah it was such a relic and like seeing that like i just took me back as soon as i saw like the little like different color water that was bubbling and i was like fucking oxygen that's flavored fucking (laughs) oxygen i know it (laughs) Uh, yeah you're right i have not seen that shit in so long and it was such a thing and that we can't do that now can we put things up our nose that feels very unsafe we would have to like bring our own tube, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> the guys that come through Queen Podcast pointed out very like darkly but accurately that this was our last pre COVID housewives ever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's wild. Just seeing them like there were people giving at some point giving people high fives, and I was like, I'm not ever going to do that again. <laughs> Just no, give multiple sir. people in a row high fives? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Never. Um, so Whitney was like, basically, it, it was so wild to see Mary, her evolution of being like unhinged to being completely correct. Like once she took herself out of this, well, whatever. Once she was out of the situation, it was there, everybody was like, oh, wow, Mary, you were right about Jen. And Mary's like, yeah, told you. <laughs> she was like, yeah, you idiots. <laughs> it is. I'm a choir director. Do you think I would lie? <laughs> I've got Rosemary Cosby and Jesus on my side. <laughs> Do you know my friend Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was so funny. Then we see Jen walk in, and it's like the big moment. Because nobody was really expecting her to come. Nobody knew if she was coming. Heather didn't know. And Heather's like, I don't know if she's here to support me or sabotage me. And that's the double-edged sword of being friends with Jen. That's, like, not something you should say about a friendship. I was, I wrote down, like, I would just cry if I heard a friend of mine say that about me. Right? <laughs> and then just, like, eat glass for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I, yeah, you're right. Like, I would sooner die. That's really embarrassing, Jen. Sorry. Um... So then she's like, you know, I, Whitney and Jen talk first and Mm -hmm. Whitney's like very direct with her and is like, you know, I just need you to know that I don't need toxic people in my life. 
And Jen's like, I'm going to Michelle Obama this whole thing. Like, when they go low, I'm going to go high. And she starts apologizing. And then once, like, Jen's like, you know, like, I need to work on my communication style. And I shouldn't have reacted the way I did. But, you know, there are things that are, you know, like, I can't compromise about my marriage or my kids. And, you know, I just hope that you understand. And Whitney's like, you know, thank you for apologizing. And Jen's like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm apologizing for. Like, I just want these cookies behind her. Uh, It's so frustrating because... I think Whitney was, like, having a real, like, apology moment. And then I, like, I just, it made me so, like, frustrated and annoyed when she was, when Jen was like, I don't even know what I'm apologizing for. And she's like, oh, my God. Again. And, like, it's the circle. Yeah. It's just, like, ugh. She's like, we're, we're starting it over again because she doesn't, she's like, I don't know what I'm apologizing for. And so, like, that just, again, that's just, that's, that sentence, like, open ends it. It doesn't close it. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's, oh, I can't wait to watch this uh, reunion. I think it's going to be a real big mess. I think so, too. And it speaks a lot that this first season, this is the first season, the first inaugural season of a housewife show that gets three parts. Because I looked back, I could be wrong. Again, I could be wrong because I only look back at Potomac and Dallas because they're, they're the two newest ones. I think they only had two parts. And then, like, I, with OC having two parts this year is yeah. pretty crazy. And so, and, like, and with this first season... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's I, just, like, the fact that the first season of this, like, has a full, like, three weeks worth. And, like, that speaks a lot just, like, to the quality that this this, this season was and how great and, like, exhilarating it was. And I'm excited that we're not done with it yet. We still get three weeks of just... Well, the downside is we get three more weeks of, like, Jen, like, crying on the couch and walking off. <laughs> Just an empty t- an empty chair with a first soul left on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that this, like, marks the year that, like, they get it right. Bravo gets it right with reunions. Like, you guys get the reunion amount of episodes that you deserve. And yeah. so Orange County got two. We're at three with Salt Lake City. And I just, I hope that we move forward with that. Like, there doesn't need to be, like, a hardline rule on everybody gets the same amount of reunions. Like, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. And I love that. I think it's really going to be a great season. uh, Reunion, rather. Um, Heather does her speech. You know, thank you guys for coming. I'm a new woman. Blah, blah, blah. I used to be more man. Yeah uplifting <laughs> next um this was such a great scene of meredith talking to that random guy about like how anytime she's had bad energy around her she's ignored and she's ignored it it's been disastrous and then like we see jen in the background coming in like a shark in the water just like pulling up on meredith and being like hi did i hear the words bad energy because here i come <laughs> <laughs> so. Then Jen tells heard you were talking shit. Right. <laughs> My ears were burning. Um, so Jen tells Meredith, like, you know, I love and care for you a lot. And I was sorry for, she tried to get off on this, but I heard it. She's like, I'm sorry I was for entertaining any conversation about your family. That's not what happened, girl. You told yeah. people. You, you straight up said, this is a, 
this is what's happening in that family. Yeah, you were the only one who did it. You brought it up apropos of nothing. And like Whitney said last week, like I would have not known anything about Meredith if Jen hadn't said anything. They, that line was so powerful. Yeah. Because that is the crux of like the entire fight they were having. And then just have Whitney say, like, if I didn't, if Jen didn't tell me, I literally would have no idea. And no one would be talking about this. Mm-hmm. So I hope they drive that into the reunion and be like, Jen, do you understand this at all? Right. Which she's going to say no to, but. <laughs> because, like, she, I mean, Whitney, that's like an excellent point. Like, if Lisa had no idea, why the fuck would Whitney know? Why yeah. would she? It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I, I. I hope everybody caught that she said that she was entertaining. So she's still trying to get out of this as if she didn't make it up mm-hmm. or she didn't tell it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what happens after that? Like she, you know, she's like, you know, it's not anybody's business it's about your family. And Meredith is like, no, it's not. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she's um, like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, love so she's so great. Like I, I like her when she's mad. Yeah. It, um, I live in a fantasy because Whenever they're at the psychic's house, she's like, you don't want to see me when I'm angry. Right. So that fully, like, I'm fed into this theory that I have is that she's capable of killing people. And I think she did in Chicago before she moved to Salt Lake City. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, Meredith is like, you know. I just need to protect my positive space. And, you know, I appreciate what you're saying, but I need actions and not words. And Jen's like, wow, I'm really surprised that she's not accepting my apology. And maybe this made her cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like, no, Mm -hmm. no. You threw a glass of like vodka soda at your husband's party because Whitney said something, but you think that Meredith is crazy for wanting to protect her family. It, it, it's, how is the, it like the, the the delusion of it all is just so on another level she has no idea that like the rules should apply across the board like you uh-huh. can't be upset and then nobody else is allowed to be upset when you when you do the same thing to them it's wild 
Yeah, exactly. It is wild. So, yeah, I just, uh, I, I can't. I can't with her. So then Heather walks up <laughs> at this point, and she's like, Jen, we need to talk. She's pissed that Jen raised her hand about not trusting her. That scene was so fucking funny to me. Because Heather made this face like, bitch, I will come across you and choke you out right now. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Heather's giving us so many different facial expressions. I have like 13 of them saved in my phone right now. <laughs> Same. Uh, she was livid. And I loved it. Um, so, you know, Heather's like, you know, you came at me. You pushed me in Vegas without a, without any sort of apology. And Lisa is like in the like in the background in her full Versace pantsuit. Like this is so uncomfortable. I don't like this. I gotta shut it down. I've never been in a situation in which I wanted to call security on the host <laughs> <laughs> for her. Um, so yeah, I she love tries- the quick shot they do of her, and she's like, "Oh, I think they're fighting." Yeah. <laughs> she was so uncomfortable in her own body but she was like it was so so weird and funny just because i was just like oh this is like really bothered by this (laughs) she was really like and it showed all over her but like she couldn't stand still she was shifting from one foot to the other like i just can't take this i have to shut it down oh man Um, they're fighting uh (laughs) (laughs) so lisa's like you guys can you guys be quiet like this is a good (laughs) It's not my business, but it's a business. (laughs) (laughs) So Heather keeps going into like, you know, I just feel like a fool. I feel like so pathetic. And I feel like I, everybody looks at me like I just worship you, Jen. And I cannot move forward until you admit that you took me for granted. And again, like I said before, like, this is like, yes, Jen needs to apologize. But this is not all Jen that Heather's like. This is like an analogy or whatever for everything that she feels like in happened in her life that has hurt her that she needs to apologize for. Like, this is like a symbolic thing of like, I'm moving into a different space and I need somebody to apologize for me, (laughs) to me for (laughs) all the wrongs that I felt. Uh Yeah, it was, it was very telling for me. Mary laughed. She was laughing in the background. <laughs> that that, that shot of her, that quick shot of her going like, <laughs> is so, <laughs> so funny. Oh, it killed me. I love Mary forever. She People... like, doesn't need to say anything. And she's just like creating comedy around her. I mean, she's like <laughs> the Buster Keaton of the housewives. Like her face tells it all. <laughs> it, it's remarkable. Um, what do you think about whether Mary should stay or go because Jeff Lewis was on the night of the finale yeah. and he said that he I wanted saw... to talk. You saw that? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was sorry. Oh, for those of you who did not see, he, Andy was asking how Jeff felt about the different Salt Lake housewives. And he, Jeff said, you know, I actually kind of wanted to talk to you about that in private in regard to Mary and he said that he didn't think that she should be on the show. I thought, you know, Jeff Lewis has not had a good opinion to me since like 2012. So, right, you know, there's right. that. Um, how do you feel about keeping Mary on for season two? 
So for season two, I say keep everyone and also add one more full time and then have like three or four friends of. Okay. I think we I think it should be big, like big, big, because we didn't because this we didn't have any friends of this season. I mean, we had the one, then she went QAnon and then we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah because like we didn't get any like the oh, we only got talking heads from the full-time cast like you know we didn't we didn't have like a tanya or anybody like that on right. this cast at all so i do think i would like to keep everyone because i do believe like the the mary of it all like even with jen but with everyone like isn't finished yet i really don't think it is i agree and so i and, and i wouldn't even agree for her to come back as a friend of like I do think she still needs to be full time because there's I think there's still so much we haven't seen yeah but again like her shit like didn't feel wrapped up and mm-hmm. again she was in the closet for half the season but <laughs> I think now that I mean it's not like hard confirmed but Andy said that there's going to be a season two and they just haven't like published it yet right. but since there is going to be a season two I think there's a lot of opportunity for her to really like step up and let us in on what's actually happening in her life. And I think it's going to be really fucking weird and chaotic and just all over the place. And I still think we need to see it. I don't think it's finished for the audience yet. We still need to see like a hundred more like 12 foot kitchen chairs. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. And it's worth noting that Andy's response was watch the reunions and I think you'll change your mind. So I'm oh, looking that's for it. Right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch all of the Watch What Happens because I don't like Jeff Lewis, but same. Did you I, read I, I, why yeah. Lisa Barlow canceled? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. What how did I forget? Oh, um thank you for mentioning this, you guys. <laughs> Lisa <laughs> Yo, Lisa was supposed to be on that episode of Watch What Happens Live, but apparently she mistook her eye drops for glue lash and had glue. to the ER. It was lash just, glue. Just squirted just pure lash glue like on top of that cornea. How is that possible? Because I have never had my lashes done, but I know what lash glue looks like, and it doesn't look like eye drops, like the packaging. <laughs> How I don't know how that happened. It's just it's talk to John. Like where was the husband? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) You want to talk about the husband? Let's talk about the husband. About the husband. We need to (laughs) talk board right now and start putting the pieces together. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, so she actually liked to tweet. Somebody sent me the link to that article about it, and she liked the tweet. So I guess she's okay. Yeah, that's a choice. That's Lisa. That's, that's Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So we're back to like Heather and Jen. Um, yeah, this was the only time that I was like, "All right, like I need this episode to be done now," just because they're that fight just wouldn't end. We were going in circles and circles and circles. And I was like, we're not fighting about anything anymore at this point. Right. Like nobody like really knows what to say sorry for. 
And if they do, they're not doing it on purpose. And it was just so frustrating to watch because I felt like their argument at that table like lasted for 45 minutes. Like we were watching an uninterrupted 45 minute cut of just them fighting. And I was just like, oh my God, someone just like faint or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we were all Whitney. She's like, I just, I can't, like, I don't. Yeah, Whitney was just like, uh, we're not, I'm, I'm not doing this again. Like, fuck you guys. I am going over here. Yeah, I mean, she said, like, this is some sort of twisted, morbid power struggle between Heather and Jen, and it's exhausting. Yeah, and I, re- and I really felt that. <laughs> really felt like, like, I, yeah, I just, you're right, like, they weren't speaking, they weren't on the same wavelength, they weren't speaking the same language, Jen, Heather keeps telling her to apologize, but Jen clearly, genuinely does not seem to know what she should be apologizing for. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, it was exhausting. And it was like, finally, they had to just be like, Heather's like, just say you're sorry. Just say you own it. And just like, I own it. I don't know what I'm owning, but I own all of it. <laughs> and it was, it, yeah, it was just too much. It was too, too much. But that was really the end of it. Like, they stopped fighting and Jen pulls out some lip gloss and Heather's like, can I have some? And Jen's like, no, you're good. Ass, your dry ass lips are going to remain dry. <laughs> yeah i hated kind of like the cop out ending they both just kind of like agreed to be like let's we're just let's just stop it's true like wait like as, as much as i wanted it to end i was like oh we're not gonna give it an ending we're just gonna drop it yeah so it was I... like all of that for an unsatisfying outcome of just like fine we'll bury the hatchet it was like no i wanted someone to own up to their <laughs> to their behavior so this right. could stop because they're just like, going to do it again. It, exactly. Like, this is not over at all. And it, yeah, like, we didn't get this, like, they're both crying and they're hugging and they're talking about, we love you and we're sisters. Like, it didn't happen. There was no resolution to it whatsoever. And it makes me anxious now that I'm thinking about it. Because there really was no, we did not close the chapter on that. But mm-hmm. it really sets us up for a great reunion. God, it really does, though. So, I love that. Did you have any final thoughts about the episode? Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, it was a, it was this really like a really solid landing. I really think they did stick the ending. I do think we didn't need for this to be like a supersized episode. Um, because again, like we got so much of the same fight over and over. That we got like Jen dancing, salsa dancing. It was just like. I could tell they were trying to beef it up, but I was just like, I don't, I, I don't think that we needed to. I think if it were more streamlined and an app, like just the regular, like what, 42 minute length that it is, I think it could have just happened there and been just fine. But overall, I really liked it. I love the series as a whole. I'm excited for the reunion and I'm nervous about season two, just because it's like one of those things again of like, it's the inevitable, can they do it mentality that everyone has, which yeah. if they just, keep it up i know they can it's just now we're in season two and now how do you up what we've already seen because what we've seen in the first season was already just batshit right it's like the curse of the sophomore album like how do you Mm -hmm. live up to having a great first one yeah because i mean with like potomac and dallas and other seasons and other franchises everyone's like yeah, the first season kind of sucks or like you don't have to watch the first started at two or started at three that's when it really with this one like we really like going forward like when we tell people like who 
tune in on season five like no you have to go to the beginning have to have to Uh, (laughs) what would you grade well let's say like out of 10 how would you rate the season i would rate it i would give it an eight out of ten okay because i think it would have been like a solid perfect season if just the stuff with Jen and Heather just wasn't so just contrived a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because it did give us drama. But again, what I said at the beginning, it's just like it gave us weird because we were like Salt Lake City weird mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just because of we like the Mormon culture. And so like they went there and did it. But then they gave us weird. They gave us like funny. Like I truly think that this was like one of the funniest seasons of any Housewives I've ever seen. Yeah. And, like, they're so unintentionally funny. And then when they're trying to be, like, I think Heather and, like, um, uh, but, but, but Whitney, God, that blinked out. I think Heather and Whitney are, like, true, like, natural comedians. And they just don't realize it. Totally. Totally. And I was thinking, I've been thinking about this for a while. Like, we don't have, like, a housewife that we see or we just don't have a housewife at all who is genuinely funny. Yeah. Yeah, like, I agree. Amy definitely has a, had a lot of great moments. Which but, one? Nini. Oh, they said Whitney. You you cut off a little bit, so I only heard the knee part. Yeah, Nini had a lot of great moments. But really, other than that, like we don't see housewives that are like legitimately funny. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I will say, <laughs> going back to Dallas, I think Cameron Westcott is one of the funniest people on the planet. She <laughs> she, she does give it to you. And I just, do you think she knows that she's being funny? Or do you think that's, that's the thing? I think she does, but it comes off in such a way that. I don't know, like, she made me, like, when I lost my shit was whenever Deandra was talking about, like, I'm the only one with a viable business. And then Cameron goes, um, you get your checks from your mom. Yeah. You get your checks from your mom. <laughs> like, like I, I just lost it. I did crack up when she threw that mannequin. She's like, it's scary. Oh I my just God. Get it. She just, like, <laughs> beat the shit out of the and She was just like, oh, sorry. Yeah. She's like, she didn't knock it down. She like assaulted that mannequin. And it came out of nowhere. She said nothing. Just words. She wasn't in the screen. And then she just like appeared and just like Hulk smashed it. (laughs) It was the most like uncameron like thing to watch her do. It was so it was that really was like (laughs) Tiffany was like, that was violent. She really came out like a bat out of hell. Like, I can't take this. That thing's scary. Yeah. Um, okay, that's that's fair. I will put camera. <laughs> um, thank you so much for doing this. This is what a treat. Oh god, no, thank you for having me. Like, I just don't I mean, I just love doing this because I just love talking about all this shit. But you know, we love to have fun. I love having fun with you and everyone else's pods that I come on. It's just so much fun to talk to everyone because I live with a straight white man. And so I can't have these conversations all the time every day. Thoughts and prayers. That's fine. I've known him for years. He's, he, he gets a pass. 
sometimes. Is he? Well, I'll DM you about this later. So, um, uh, thank you so much. Do you want people to find you, and where should they find you? <clears throat> yeah, you can um, find me on Instagram. It's at not Reyna. And then my Twitter is at jreyna. And you can find me there. And I'm always tweeting at you and Liz and Princess. And so if you like all of us, everyone will just love me, even though I'm the only one out of everyone who doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> you can change that at any point. I really don't want to. I respect the medium. <laughs> I respect what you do. Fair, I cannot do this more than like once every like three weeks. Fair. <laughs> we have to accept what we can do and what we can't yeah and, and like even like with like just different page like my patreons are like i'm signed up for only for like podcasts of like my friends right <laughs> like, I, and i only listen to like everyone like our sort like our friends podcast like very rarely have i gone back and like because i'm subscribed to a lot but just like i love our just like circle of friends and that everyone's like kind of killing it in the podcast game and i love when everyone asks me on you know what we have fun we have we fun, have fun. <laughs> all right jay well you have a beautiful evening and i will talk to you soon you too kara i love you, you bye bye